Welcome in to Life is Short, Talk Fast, the podcast. Tonight we are covering season one, episode four, The Deer Hunters. Give a little bit of a, what do you, a synopsis? Is that a good word for it? A breakdown, a synopsis of the episode. So Roy receives the first D of her life, pushing her to study like crazy for the upcoming exam. She and Lorelai stay up all hours reviewing every detail about Shakespeare only to oversleep, causing Rory to miss the big test. Rory has a meltdown, telling off both Tristan and Paris in the process. Meanwhile, Lorelai meets Mr. Medina at the parent-teacher meeting and tells off the headmaster after Rory's meltdown. Dun, 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 dun. Season one, episode four. Such a good so, this uh, episode opens up with uh, Rory and Lorelai buying school supplies uh, to get her ready for school. And I do not remember this opening scene whatsoever. This scene or the one of her on the bus getting to the school. I was I have seen this series so many times. I do not remember this opening <laughs> scene at all. That opening scene, I always just remember it because of the the manic depressive pins line. But like it stuck with me for such a long time. That's it's the three highlighters for me. That's what I remember. Like her, <laughs> why she needs three different highlighters. Remember the, I remember the pink notepads and how she can't have them because they're not official and serious and professional. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um very early on in this episode, we meet my favorite, one of my favorite characters. We meet Mr. Max Medina very early on in the classroom. Let's just give a moment for Max. <laughs> love me to Max Medina. Max Medina. I, I think said- I also just love like a teacher. Yeah. yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again because he's an English teacher. Hot because of an English teacher. <laughs> He's smart. He's cute. Yeah. Just works. I mean, mom's not a fan. <laughs> no. no. Like, if he's a lawyer or a manager or something like that, I'm like, hello. Senator, whatever. She likes it. English teacher? No. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Usually I like but I do you like You like that Medina. whole, like... It's, academic it's established though, that Clark Kent and like that made a big impact on me at a young age. Just that whole nerdy thing. Batman made, a, made an impact. <laughs> Very different tracks. <laughs> so in meeting uh, Mr. Medina, we also find out that Rory is given her first D ever on a test. A person who probably only gets A's her entire life. Um, and I have said this before, and this entire scene of her getting a D on this test is very triggering for me. (laughs) It's like, everyone else did fine. You get a D, you hear everyone else talking about the, everyone else doing great. And you're like, oh my gosh, I just bombed this test. And for someone who's never bombed a test before, it's an interesting scene. It's a dig to her I mean I it's so so weird to say all of this again but I (laughs) like I'm gonna go through the same train of thought that it's like that whole moment is a dig to her identity and she Rory is very much like everything I do 
is where my worth and value is found. And so if something that I do fails, then I am a failure. And I've been there. Like, I know what that feels like to have all of your worth tied up in your your works and how you perform and how well you do on things and like feeling like that that's where all your value comes from. And so for her to get this D is a really big deal because she's like, oh my gosh, this is my life. Therefore, I'm failing. Like, I'm a failure. Well, and I think too, the transition from being like smartest kid in the school, you know, at Stars Hollow High, it's really not, she doesn't have to make an effort. Like, you know what I mean? And I think because she always went above and beyond there, she thought that that was going to have her be prepared for Chilton. And then she gets to Chilton and she's like, oh, this is like a whole different level of like academia. Like this is not what I'm used to. Um, you know, and she has these lofty ideas that she wants to go to an Ivy League and she knows that she's intelligent, but then she gets there and she's never like the smart girl. She's just another smart kid in a, in a huge pond of other smart kids. And I think it's just really hard for her to like grasp that concept, but it's also like a whole like shift in the way she does things because what she did before is no longer sufficient, like not by a landscape. Like she has to do so much more just to keep up and be mediocre, not to excel, not even be like one of the best. She's just like doggy paddling her way through this new school. And I, she like all these realizations are coming to her like, uh, oh, my gosh, maybe I'm not cut out for this. And, you know, maybe I'm not going to go to an Ivy League school. Maybe I'm not as smart as I thought I was. Like it's so much in such a small amount of time. And she doesn't even realize that having all those emotions or those thoughts like it's all just like wearing on her and then you know she just explodes because of it yeah um <laughs> you geared up like you're gonna no, say I was just saying, <laughs> all i was gonna say is that i got a d in history today so um we've all been there you know I, I mean, and i got an a so it's great <laughs> homeschooling out of <laughs> i got answers now i can tell you all about it <laughs> Mom, so to go, go back, I was just going to like finish something on mom's thought is like her whole world gets flipped upside down, like academically. And she has to readjust to a whole new way of doing things. Kind of like, like, that's literally what you just said, but it's just, it's different for her now. And yeah, I just, that is, that's probably pretty challenging, you know, coming from this is how we do things. This is what was working to, Oh, this isn't what, how do I do things now? Yeah. It's how one of the best things work. The best and that's the moment that she like realized it all. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She was expecting fully expecting to get like an A on that test because she's done what she has always done in the past and didn't. And it so was like, it wasn't even remotely enough. Like, yeah. It wasn't like B. Mm-hmm. Like she almost didn't pass, you yeah. know, staggering difference of you know, sitting in the back of the class reading the book while the other girls are polishing their nails to like being in high stakes you know private school where even the like kids who you think are like stupid yeah like, like Madeline, Madeline Louise like they're still there they're still at Chilton and they're still gonna get into it you know it's like watching Gossip Girl 
Like you look, you yeah, we were just talking about that because she's like, Dan is or Nate Nate is so stupid. And I'm like, but he's not. Like he's stupid on that level, but like on the big scale of things, like he's an Ivy Leaguer. He's not dumb. Right. Yeah. Funny because yeah, yeah. In Paris is a total witch in that scene. Yeah, she's she's I would be crying, I would be in tears, I'd be like I would have not made it the rest of the day. I would have been like, I'm going home, calling my mom. Like, I can't do this. It, it would have been bad. Or, or <laughs> would have gone into the fight. I was going to say. My mom would have swung. <laughs> mom would have been thrown in. <laughs> I, like, almost swung on a high school kid Friday night because I'm cut in front of me in line at the concession stand. Yeah, I really want to know this story. This might not be the time and place for it, but. <laughs> no, don't get us started because it was, like, a 15-minute the other night after i mean i'm just like you know we're 25 people deep in two lines at a concession stand and these kids just walk up to their buddies who are in front of us we're almost to the front of the line and they're like hey man can you give me a pepperoni hey man can you give me a hot I mean, it's just like all, like four of them are like hey man and i'm just like standing there in disbelief like really and i'm looking at my husband like are you gonna do something of course he's like don't say a word. Don't just just ignore him. They get right away. I'm like, he's like, moves out of the way. And I was like, oh, are you sure you're dying? You sure you don't want to get something for the rest of your friends? I'm sure there's more around here. Go ahead and find them. And he's like, oh, no, we're, I'm good. Thanks. And I'm like, okay, good. Glad. Glad you got everybody covered. I'm just glad. I was going to say, I would have crawled inside of myself. I yeah, I left already. So I was going to know her. And I was like, her, her, confrontation. her adrenaline just like spiked. Listen, I'm fine with confrontation if like, it's like Debbie and high school kids. Like I have no concern about that. I would just like, I would enjoy it. Mom with confrontation in high school kids. I would just be like, yeah, you go, Debbie. Give all of my middle school and high school experience. Wanted to be like your parents should have raised you better than this. Like we've got two small children here who are literally like starving. You know, they've they're they've been on the football field cheer. They were actually doing something, not like you guys are just standing here fake face. So they're probably know. oblivious. They probably didn't even realize there were two small kids standing right there. I'm sure they didn't, but they did after that. Beckett <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chilton. Um so we end that scene of her getting her first D right into another Tristan encounter where she is totally annoyed with Tristan trying to make a move on Rory and she is like not having it at all. <laughs> it's so annoying to me in this scene. I'm just like, dude. He's just all up in her face. Ugh. I like it's so funny to me how many people are like all about Tristan. Like there's like I Two times in the whole series where I'm like, oh, maybe Tristan. Chad Michael Murray. Thing. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It. I just, he's never done it for me. So I guess I'm just not a millennial. I don't know. But I'm just, I will say there are parts, there are moments in the series where I'm like, okay, you have potential here. I won't go into those just yet because that'll reveal things about the show. But yeah. there's one specific scene where he, does something where I'm like okay you're a good human deep down you just don't let it show and I'm like you just have you just have daddy issues that's really what it is it's really what it is. I mean they all do they're all like being raised by nannies 
nannies. <laughs> yeah. And their parents live in another country. Yeah. Literally. When I was younger, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But as I've gotten older and I watched One Tree Hill, which kind of just turned me off of Chad Michael Murray as a whole. Um, I was... Oh, he got better. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Okay. Are you the, are you, what's the other brother? Yeah, Nathan. Yeah. Um, but I just like, as I think we're both fine, but Chad Michael Murray, girl. If I was hating himself on that show. <laughs> the disbelief on Taylor. <laughs> no, no, it's Nathan all the way, okay? Um, <laughs> it is, and I'm right, and you can be wrong, that's fine, because that's your opinion. It's just wrong. Um, <laughs> my gosh we can talk about this later anyway back to tristan if i'm in that situation now i'd be number one but what are you doing don't talk to me um, i was gonna say you'd be like petrified yeah i would be petrified and i'd probably be really annoyed so like rory there i'm she should have done more she should have yelled but that's not her personality but like he he is really like a butt there yeah. a butt I think he, I think she holds her own pretty well with Tristan though. Yeah. Like it's funny. She doesn't, she's really different. she doesn't cower to him. Like when she's around Dean, she's all like, yeah, I know. And when she's around Tristan, she's just like, shut up, you annoying boy. So it's really funny how different she is with Tristan. And versus- it reminds me a lot of Lorelai when she's around Tristan, like that, that sassy, like stubborn, get out of my face, I don't give a crap attitude comes out when she's with Tristan Whenever versus when she's with Dean, she's like very much Rory, like backward and quiet and just doesn't know how to do boys and all of that stuff. And so it's just funny to see the different dynamics with the different guys. Same thing when she kind of got into it with Paris. I'm like, that looks like Lorelai. Lorelai coming out on Paris there. (laughs) Like like, it's in there. Yeah. It's her fight, though. She goes into the fight. Merlot comes down about this time every show. I think that Lorelai is just in a constant state of fight. She's a little bit more abrasive. Or flight. Lorelai runs a lot. Um, I think Rory enters her fight mode. She mirrors Lorelai because of that. Because that's what she's seen when her mom has confrontations. That's how her mom acts. Yeah. Yeah. So back at home after this, uh, Rory goes into straight up panic study mode. Like she's like, I've got to get on top of this. Doesn't let Lorelai know what's happened with her grade. She just kind of goes into this like crazy manic, like yeah, spiral on top of this. Um, And so Lorelai's like trying to hang out, have fun. Doesn't understand what's going on. Rory's trying to like fix everything get on top of all of her studies, which is a very like interesting mother-daughter dynamic of like, hey, we should have fun, don't study. And the daughter's like, I oh, know I have to study. <laughs> it's like, okay, which I have had multiple times like this with my mom where she's like, let's just go to the mall. Like, let's just, like, let's go get dinner. Let's go do something. <laughs> like, you know, like I have to get something done. <laughs> um, but no, it was just a very interesting dynamic to see and a lack of communication between the two of them. Like It just drives me nuts, the lack of communication. I'm like, listen, I get it. I'm also, I am not the best at communication. However, <laughs> the fact that Rory didn't let her mom 
in on that initially says a lot about just kind of how she like almost their relationship where she's like so afraid to disappoint her mom and she probably feels a lot of unnecessary pressure riding on her academic success at Chilton because her grandparents are paying for it her mom sacrificed a lot to get her there and so there's probably I would assume like I said unnecessary pressure on Rory's shoulders to perform when that's just like thing too I think that I think that she I think she almost sometimes views her mom as like fragile mm-hmm. like in that if she like burns her with this that like Lorelai's gonna freak out and break you know what I mean and because you really never know what you're gonna get with Lorelai like are you gonna get solid Lorelai who's gonna be about this like we've got a plan you know gonna get like freak out mode Lorelai who goes and does something irrational and like you know we see both in this episode yeah we see both very much so yeah. And I think that's it. Like Rory's like, I don't want her to freak out. I don't want to burden her. I don't want to cause like some spiral in her. We both can't spiral at the same time. So I'm going to spiral alone and keep, um, you know, exposing her to And Rory, like in that, feeling like she's responsible for her mother's emotions and like keeping her mom's emotions in check. Yeah. No, it's like it's total unhealthy. Uh, Yeah. The communication about 95% of the happen in the show throughout all seven, well, eight seasons, I guess, are from lack of communication, too, from either Lorelai and Rory not talking or misunderstanding each other or other characters like Emily and Lorelai not talking or misunderstanding each other. Like, all the conversations that are all of the problems in the TV show are literally because people don't talk to each other. Yeah. 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 true. As for most of the problems in today's world, is if people would actually just talk, or they're completely emotionally immature. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, they don't know how to handle someone else's. Want somebody else to be responsible for their emotions. You know, want to put the blame on someone else. Yeah. You know, I felt like this was something you did. Therefore, it's your fault. Yeah. There's a lot of TV show. <laughs> like, I didn't want with Emily and. Lorelai. What's really interesting is the dynamic of like when one of them feels like they've disappointed the other one, the anger that like mm-hmm. erupts from that place of feeling like you've disappointed somebody because you know you're at, you're reacting from this place of like fear ultimately and so you are t- displacing that from yourself onto whoever it's involving. You see that a lot within the show such a lovely dynamic and just like so much personal issues that has absolutely nothing to do with the other person yeah comes so out. Much that they carry around which is like frustrating thing the um a time in the show when two characters are not speaking which we'll talk about later so annoying like that's like oh, my most annoying thing in the show because it's like I just talking skip over that chunk of the show when i watch it because it annoys me so much it's the worst plot it, it's <laughs> not good okay, you can okay, we will get there we will get there <laughs> um 
So in this episode, we then go to the first ever parent teacher conference at Children. Uh, Lorelai is, of course, running late entering. They're already in the meeting. This is whenever she's meeting Max Medina, Mr. Medina, for the first time. He's running this parent teacher conference. Parents are listening to what he's talking about. And of course, Lorelai stumbles in, making a scene, uh, meeting Max for the first time. And one of my favorite lines that makes me laugh, she backs into a globe and she goes, what in the world? <laughs> and I'm like, how did everyone not start laughing is what I want to know. <laughs> so funny. Because they were not with Lorelai Gamora. No, they did not no. think it was funny. God forbid you have fun and make a joke at a parent-teacher conference. <laughs> One of my favorite parts is when they're talking about I don't even remember what they're talking about, but they're like, she's the one who voted for the scrunchies. Must be a scholarship student. <laughs> I'm like, I just lose it because I'm like, they're so like, good lines. she's like, so many good lines. <laughs> what were you going to do? Hit her? Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's like so funny. And that's then, uh, no, that's Max Medina. Yeah, no, that's the next one. Their conversation they have where he's like, it's a tough time for them. And she's like, what the SAT season he's like the waking hours so funny because it's like they are really just robotic basically the entire like all of those parents are just like what about this and I just couldn't ever imagine not finding what in the world funny (laughs) so I would have lost it personally there are so many like lines in this just short scene that Mm -hmm. makes me laugh and it just is so funny to see like Lorelai's personality with these people who are so serious. And honestly, it's people that she grew up around. Like this is the culture that she, that her parents are in and like just all of this money coming from money. But they're so much better than she is. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I mean, they probably have a good 10 years on her. So, Mm -hmm. you know, here she is like, well, she's what in her early thirties. Yeah, she's 30. 32, right? Yeah. If Rory's 16, not serious for Lorelai. Like, Chilton is not, she doesn't know Rory got a D. Like, she still thinks her kid's, like, you know. Artist in the class. One of the best kids. When she takes her tests. And they're like, why would you want to come with her when she takes her test? They go, what's exciting about a test? (laughs) She, like, looks at the old man and goes, do you play golf? He's like, yes. You explain yours and I'll explain mine. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh she like interrupts the meeting to get a cup of coffee and it's awful and she makes yeah, yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah she's like that's really she's bad like, though she says um jesus mary yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh so this is whenever lorelei also finds out that rory got a d um major flirting flirt alert is what I have written down between <laughs> Lorelai and Max um so then Lorelai obviously is confronting Rory about the D who is still studying she's still studying like a crazy person at Luke Steiner Lorelai goes in talk about it um and you can just tell like we've already talked about this but she's like so ashamed and embarrassed about her grade during this scene and it's like man yeah. like the weight of the world is on her shoulders for getting a d and on one test and i'm like what the pressure 
Like, oh my I have, God. I have written down here, Lorelai going into mom mode when she finds about out, finds out about Rory's D is impressive because you see the switch from like, hey, let's go have fun. Let's go get ice cream. Let's go shopping, blah, 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 to you're having an issue right now. How can I help? How can I pull you out of this? Like, just an immediate swap of like, let's go to mom and daughter. And into like, hey, let's rally and we're going to yeah. stay up all night and study for this test. So let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're going to do everything we can. Yep. Which then results in them oversleeping for said test the next day. Which then, this whole episode is like, I really like this episode. Me too. There's so many, like, I mean, you're just meeting characters, you're getting the dynamic between Lorelai and Rory and this new school. And they just show it so well, I think. Because um, they oversleep and they show up. Of Lorelai pattern right off the bat with this. You know what I mean? Like, she, you, we see her in two, like, a couple episodes ago. She meets the Chilton dad and she's like, ah, he's a Chilton dad, you know. She's really not super interested. Like, she's flattered, but she's like, ah, you know, you're a Chilton dad. I can't do that. But then along comes Max and He's like, oh, like he's attractive to her. Like her out the window, the rules. Like there's like no boundary there, like for her. Yeah. Like I want it, I like it. Like no big deal. We'll talk about that more in the. It frustrates me. Time. Like how she's just like, yeah. yeah, you know, like this is your daughter's teacher. Yeah. She's at school, like brand new, like literally, like they're in a the middle of a parent-teacher conference yeah. and she's sitting at the front of the classroom flirting with this teacher yeah like in front of everybody like no big deal yeah and yeah. they weren't talking about that like they're already talking about her being a scholarship student they yeah. weren't like did you see yeah. that the like camera. they already don't take her seriously yeah so i mean i would struggle to refrain from max medina myself but <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i can't wait couple scenes on down the road here you know what <laughs> can't wait either we can't wait either <laughs> oh my gosh um, um how many people are coming up to me going so 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 what team are you like you you're not you're not you don't like luke who do you like and i'm like gotta keep listening <laughs> wait see <laughs> <laughs> he dates she dates for like that one episode that's who she mom is i'm kidding that's not who she is it, oh the know. coffee bro Alex, what's his, is it Alex? Yeah. They date for, like, a scene, and then she's, like, There's, yeah. like, a couple dudes that are, like, that, where she dates, like, they goes on, like, three dates, and then that's it. And it's Charlie Swan. Oh, my gosh! I was wondering where he was familiar from. It is literally Bella Swan's dad. Okay. Oh. <laughs> he just doesn't have facial hair, so he looks different. He looks younger, because it's, yeah. like, well, he probably was younger. I mean, he was younger. There's not a problem there. He was younger. <laughs> um so yeah we are at oh yeah waking up late to retake this test oh, me. uh lorelei gives rory the keys says go she gets in the jeep she stops at a stoplight or a stop sign and a deer <laughs> comes running oh, out in the car. <laughs> this would happen to mom this would happen to mom okay did you see, like, in the car, she's sitting there, and she just goes, <laughs> <laughs> my dear. 
She's like, you were a deer? And he goes, no, I got hit by a deer. Blaine being like, <laughs> being like, I'm trying to find her. Rory being like, I'm trying to find it. Do you have a lunch? Deer's like salt. <laughs> like it's Lane that she's on the phone with. I know. It's so oh funny. God. I also oh, I just think it's hilarious. Because it's like Lucy like Lane's dynamic in this scene too for the first time. Her hidden in her closet and then coming out in her room just like normal and like so it's just all white. Her, her like, like disc a disco closet. party in the closet. <laughs> she comes out and it's just like a boring old bedroom. It's the original sad beige mom. That's L what being That is so funny. That <laughs> is cracking me up. I can not see him go up and down until somebody does. <laughs> Um, Lane's room reminds me of like a pilgrim's room, like just some like I almost envision them like using the bathroom in a bowl in the corner of the room. Like that's what I think. You should have like one of those big. Oh gosh, her closet's so cool though. Like I was like, I got armed for that. The floorboards, as we get to know Lane, and we see like the extensive like network of her floor where she attaches it, like CD collection. So been hit by deer before. So it is well, yeah. We've hit a deer, like you know, full on sent that puppy flying. Then we've also like been randomly hit by a phantom deer that nobody's <laughs> ripped off. Oh, we still don't know what happened with that one. And the door handle of my car. That was like zero evidence of anything. Like could not figure out what happened. So it had to be just like a phantom deer. Mom just comes home. And she's like, it took my, it took my mirror. You couldn't find the mirror, right? There was not. There was nothing. <laughs> like it went back to the scene of the crime. No mirror, no door handle. Oh my like, god! Thin air, phantom deer. So I I understand Rory in this moment, <laughs> but yeah. I don't understand why she gets out of the car. I mean, I that guess I'm already running. Like get your no, butt out of the car. You know you're late. Why are you looking yeah. for the deer? Like since when are you a, a, such a huge like not a humanitarian because they're not humans? What is Animal it? Animal activist. And, and I guess. Animal, what is it? Because you know darn well Paris would have been like, ah. like she, she wouldn't have stopped. Paris wouldn't have even stopped at the stop sign. Let's be honest. We just kept going. Like yeah. Paris probably wouldn't have been driving. Nanny probably wouldn't have been driving her. <laughs> <laughs> Nanny. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then. I've also never hit a deer living in West Virginia. Praise God for you. Mom's like crazy. Three. Three. Sure. Big deer count. Oh, gosh. So we get to the school. Um, she's not allowed to take the test. Going back and forth, she's getting like I think it was Max, right? Yeah. Mr. Medina was like, "I'm sorry, rules are rules. You can't take this." She goes outside. Uh, Lorelai shows up, obviously very angry. Is in the room with Headmaster Charleston and Max Medina. And another one of my favorite lines. So they're going back and forth. Lorelai is obviously upset. Like, let my daughter take this test. We've had, we've been up all night. Because I feel like at this point, Lorelai is invested. She's like, I have studied all night <laughs> for yeah. this girl to take this test. Um, and so she, like, takes a step back. And she goes, I thought this place was going to be so great. And now this goes on the boy was I wrong list. 
right above gal shows, but just below the flash dance phase. <laughs> I think she that more than one time in the TV show, her flash dance. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure she does. What? Flash dance? I know what flash dance is. I'm okay, saying I'm what, 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 <laughs> No, whatever. They showed me the title sequence. Whatever <laughs> in, involved in her flash dance space. Clearly, she dressed like Clearly, that. it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty intense. Sure, it was it's the whole so thing. funny, because I was, like, full-on the gauchos phase when I was in middle school. Going I'm to like, sure I had a gauchos. gauchos were, like, it. Back to Rory. But this is my thing with this scene, okay? And, like, when I first saw it, I was all like, yes, Lorelai, you give it to that headmaster. And now I'm like, boundaries. Mm-hmm. Rory and Lorelai have none. They're so entitled. Yeah. You know, Rory thinks that, like, rules don't apply to her. And then Lorelai comes in and acts the same exact way. She's just like, my kid deserves a special privilege because we studied all night. Well, right. we're, like, and, it, and he, when he lays it all out and he's just like, look, she doesn't have to be here. This is a choice you've made. These are our rules. And you don't have to be here. And I think, like, for a moment, it, like, took her back and, like, she really stopped and was like, but then she just went right back to being angry. But I'm like, the, their whole, like, entitled nature, and that's, like, okay. she doesn't want to think she's entitled, but they're both so angry. That's the thing, is I'm like, you ran away from a life of entitlement, but that mindset never left yeah. you. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. you think everybody in this world owes you everything. And that's just not the case. You're like, you should get started. right because you did leave this life. I also, like you're you're not a child. victim. He's totally I, a victim. Playing yeah, like, has a victim mindset of like, woe is me. My life is tragic. I got pregnant at 16. I left it out. I did it all on my own. Like you're you made those decisions. Your yeah. life didn't have to look I, like that. You chose for it to look like that. I was watching a video on YouTube last night called "In Defense." of Logan Huntsberger, whose character we'll meet way later. Um, and she said, Rory and Lorelai expect people to treat um, them differently because Lorelai was a single mom, basically. She was raised by a single mom. So she doesn't think she's entitled, but she's lived a pretty beautiful life. Right. Um, moving to that house on. Because, yeah, they said that at first, but, like, she had a nice house. Her mom and her always ate out. They always had clothes. Like, that's a part of their character is how much they eat out and how much clothes they have. She wasn't, like, yeah. hurting for they anything. They weren't impoverished. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have this conversation, again, about Gossip Girl, about Dan, about how, like, they act like they're so, I'm a like, Dan hater. you know, <laughs> poor because they're on scholarship, but they live in this, like, yeah, really nice flat in the Lower East Side, like, I know. still nice. <laughs> 90s rock star like you're not poor his yeah. dad's not class. like slopping burgers at some diner on the corner you know is that very works like <laughs> yeah it's the same concept like we're not living the the you know sad life of the third world it's country it's so strange the diff like it's entitlement but like it's a different kind of entitlement mm-hmm. yeah where it's like my life has sucked therefore people should treat me with x this x y and z to treat me this way it's but like, your but your life is sucking, which it didn't. No, yeah. it's just 
just the consequences of your own action. Mm-hmm. Like it's just you yeah. actually having to recognize like, oh, actions have consequences and these are them. Mm-hmm. And just no responsibility taken for her own decisions. Like she just, or like, yeah, I just keep going back to like the victim mindset that yeah. he thinks that she's had it so hard when in reality, like she made the decisions to make her life look like that. Mm-hmm. And right. also like, Headmaster Charleston says things that later come back to bite Rory in future seasons. Like he makes points that are valid. Like yeah. you can't handle it. Get, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen is essentially yeah. what he And I'm sure other kids had not slept. Like Paris, she's probably running off of coffee. Like, yeah. Probably has coffee and an IV. And <laughs> Oh, and you like, know Paris was up all night. Yeah. You know, and, and everyone, in the hours is still there you know mm-hmm. but like, it's, it's you know it's your rules are rules. <laughs> i'm like big on that the older i get i'm like rules are rules i'm like i don't know i'm just big on like black and white i don't care we have rules for if you want to be here if you don't want to be here you're not going to show up <laughs> whatever that's the same thing all oh, this is way off subject but i'll just whatever so you know how like um, professional athletes get drug tested a lot, right? And they're always like, they always come out with a statement where they're like, oh, well, I didn't know it was on the, or, or whatever, okay? Like, they didn't know they were taking a supplement they shouldn't have been taking. And I'm like, bull crap, okay? You know what you're putting in your body. It's the same thing like that American track runner. What's her name? Shikari Richards? No? She like won, ran for like the Olympics or something? She tested positive for marijuana. And, like, do I think that marijuana should be on a ban list? No, because it's actually more impressive that you can run and perform like that after smoking marijuana. But, you know, it's on the list. Like, you know you can't smoke while you're, like, a major athlete. That's a fact. And, like, she comes up with all this, like, reasons why. I'm like, rules are rules, people. Okay. It's really been bothering me lately, so I went on a little rant there. Like, these rules have been in place for decades. Like, they haven't changed. You signed up to play the game. You played by the rules. You didn't know you were taking steroids. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, like athletes, they spend their entire lives dedicating to this craft of theirs, right? Like, they live and breathe this sport. Like, you don't become that level of an athlete without it being your entire life right right like it is you like that is that is your identity at that point and to like risk it all especially to just get high like wait till you're done parents have probably given up their entire life to shuttle you around from gym to gym and coach to coach and trainer and now you're gonna go out here and just blow it literally all the way no like give me i know I'm telling you, it's frustrating. Ridiculous. I'm like, wait until you're done, your off season or whatever. Smoke oh, whatever in your system. Like, I don't know. Anyways, back to Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Little side. No Another side thing, Cece, real quick. Have you seen the movie Easy A? Yeah. What do you think about old Dan in that movie? I, you know, I don't think he's bad in that. Why? I don't like him in that. Because I'm interested in your opinion. He's also in um, John Tucker Must Die, isn't he? 
Sean Tucker must die, and I think she should have ended up with him. I don't think she, does she end up with him? I forget. She does end up with him in that movie. Okay. I maybe Stan fan, which is weird. You're weird. You are. Listen, I was. You're wrong. Okay, I never finished the show. I never even finished season one. So I'm in season two, and let me tell you, I'm sure it will come as a surprise that I am a Chuck Bass fan. (laughs) Debbie. I'm a Nate girly. I love Chuck Bass. (laughs) Every time he says, therefore. He's like butt ugly, though. Ed Ed Westwick? Westwick? <laughs> yes. I do not think I Ed Westwick. And you think Chad Michael Murray's hot, but you don't think Ed Westwick's hot? No. Doesn't he have like buck teeth? No. Are you thinking? You see why I pull up okay. the picture? Dan and <laughs> Dan and Easy A. I like him in Easy A. I don't like him in Gossip Girl, but I think he's cute in Easy A. Ed he, Westwick has one of the best jaw lines. Human. He's constantly voguing. This is why this is why people who jump around from thought to thought like us cannot have a podcast. <laughs> us ADHD people are. Okay. You're telling me this man is ugly? Okay, I don't even know if he what? what? Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, he's not ugly. He and reminds I- me of someone that I can't say. Oh no. No, 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 no. Don't ruin it for us, Taylor. You will never ruin it for the rest of us. Listen, I'm not talking about what he looks like right now. Look at this. You think that's cute? Season one, he was like a total fool. Okay. Season one, when he wears all those scarves, I'm just like, oh my (laughs) gosh, get over yourself. But as he goes on and he progresses and he has character development, listen, he commits like atrocities in the first and second. And I don't care. I forgive them all. Like, I don't all. forgive them all. Well, no, um, is like when it comes to Chuck there. Bass, the exact definition of I don't see color, I'm colorblind. <laughs> that is my mom is. She's like, I well, can't see the red flags. I'm notoriously known for red flags. So, <laughs> okay. What is his name? Moving along. So, moving along. We are nearing the end of this episode. Okay. Uh, basically, Lorelai and Rory are. Very defeated by all the events that have taken place over the last couple of days. Driving home, they stop again to get out and see if the, they can find the deer to see if the deer's okay. I'm like, what in the Girls, world? I mean, listen, we are from West Virginia, where if somebody kills a deer on the road, they're going to pick that puppy up and take it home yeah. to eat it. Like, it's going to be roadkill that becomes thinner. I mean, if they only hit the head, there's a lot of good meat there. Make sure the deer's alive and that it's okay. Listen, if their body, like Taylor said, if their body isn't, like, rotting, they're fine. I mean, if they get them, yeah. okay, they're fine. Like, yeah. How did you send that movie? You didn't know there was a chat option? Where are they right now, though? I just keep seeing, like, four of them. I, I, I was it popped up on the screen. Huh? <laughs> it popped up on your screen. The cats are standing. Yeah, they're so funny. It's well, so funny. funny. Their tail. Uh, while they're out in the woods, Looking for said deer, Lorelai, again, like, in her moment of let's just run and be done with this place, gives Rory the option to go back to her old school. And Rory is like, I kind of love this scene because it just shows that fight in Rory that she's like, no, like, I'm going to show these people. Like, I'm going to show myself. I'm going to show you. Like, I'm going to show everyone that I can actually do this to that next level. Um, Because she's almost like 
shocked that her mom even recommended it. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, why would we do that? Well, I remember um, her reaction is they kicked me out. Like that was her first reaction was they kicked me out, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so they end up back at home and there's a message on the machine from Mr. Max Medina, uh, basically giving her some like extra credit work or whatever that she can do to bring her grade up. So all is going to be well with the grade. And then he also says, which I thought was sweet. He says, Lorelai, it was a pleasure encountering you. And I hope it happens again. The wording? Wait. Spoken like a true English like teacher. Yeah. At the table, we were watching it. And I was like, okay, so Mr. Darcy. Oh. From Pride and Prejudice. That's, mother, what, that's what it's giving. You pleasure it. encountering you. I'd like so someone to tell me that. that. It was encountering you. It better be. My pleasure. Anti she was until. You know, I probably wasn't anti Max Medina when I met him. Like, I probably wasn't in the beginning. I really don't remember. I was 20, what, three years ago? But I am now, so. See, but I just don't understand because he doesn't ever really do anything wrong. No, he doesn't do anything wrong. No, I'm not saying he does anything wrong. I'm not saying I don't like him. I just don't like him with Lorelai. Okay, fair I think enough. There's well, better. Well, yeah. I mean, but also, I'm just like, she's a parent and you're a teacher. Yeah, I, yeah, that is. And I just really feel like that that's like some like moral code that just shouldn't be touched. You know what I mean? It would be like me dating my child's youth pastor or something along this. Yeah, see, go ahead and make that face, right? Like, it. it's just it. You know. Like they give past youth pastors. Okay, when yeah, you put it from that perspective, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, that's just instantly what my brain went to. Uh, oh, so <laughs> I think that is it for season one, episode four. Any closing thoughts on this episode before we? Uh, probably better to stop talking before I. Like, <laughs> I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> yeah. Stay All right. Me. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode, The Deer Hunters. Um, as always, we are on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Yep. And next week, talking about season one, episode five. So that's homework for the week. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.